Hi guys, this is Trish. And I'm joined by Susan. This is Susan. Yeah, welcome to our podcast. Um, we know it's been a minute and we're very embarrassed with ourselves. But like life, guys, life just be life in. Like I don't even know. I always feel like there's always something. Always. Yeah. But we're gonna try to make more time for you guys because you matter. Yes. And this is also like mental health for us. It's true. Yeah, it's therapy for us. So um, <laughs> so what are we reviewing? Are we reviewing the new Thor movie? <clears throat> not so new anymore. Yes. Because I think it yeah, was released so like new. two months ago. But yeah. Um yeah, it's been there for like a month or so and also I think it all the ranges right now is like about um Woman King, but I haven't watched that yet because it hasn't been released. Imagine you know, that's kind of racist. I was like, why? Why do you? Why are they depriving people like that? What's the reason? What do you mean? Like it's out here in America, but everyone else it's not out in like Zimbabwe or like Africa in general. Um, and I know not even South Africa. South Africa is getting it. Because what they do? That's weird. Why? I know, and like, just don't bear with is really South African. Like, we grew up watching her on SABC and whatever, so I don't know what it's about. Maybe it's, I don't know what it's about. Is it out in Europe? I mean, it's really racist, but anyway, let's um uh, review oh. Thor. What did you think about it? I love Thor, guys. Mm. I am not even going to lie. This is very biased because of Chris Hemsworth looks. Chris Hemsworth looks like that man. Maybe looking fine as hell. Like, and he's funny too. If I were a guy, I'd subscribe to his gym, man. He's just. Yeah. yeah. And he's funny too, which makes it, you know, even better. Exactly. Um, He's so funny. He's like, I feel like he's the funniest Marvel character. And I like what they did. You know, like how like these big guys are always kind of like dumb and they're like sort of like brought in that element, but then he's still kind of smart and it's still like too hard for you to like really dwell on it. So Yeah. I I mean he'd be kinda dumb though. (laughs) But then he can fight. Mm -hmm. I said he's kinda dumb, but he can he can fight and he doesn't usually yeah, mess things up. Um, but uh, of the movie itself, I thought it was a really good movie. I liked the, you know, the execution was good, and I love that black w- woman. What's her name? She's always great. I forget her name, but I love her. Oh, um, the what like with the, I even follow her on Instagram, oh gosh, but I, I don't know her name. But then it just slipped when you forgot. Is it Thompson something Thompson? Oh yes, it is Thompson something. Still can't um, remember. Yeah, yeah, she's always really great. Like in every movie, she she acts and she's always great. Yeah. Um. And so basically, what happens in the movie? It's starting off. Where does it start off? Like it starts with some chaos. I don't know where's that. Where the last Marvel movie? I missed movie? the beginning, so you can. Oh, I can't. I watched it like two months ago, but um, I know it starts with some chaos, and then they have to go and rescue some kids at some point from the. Oh yeah, yeah. it starts. It starts with this dude in the desert. That's um, 
that he loses his daughter um to oh, like God, to like uh famine or something like yeah there's no food and everyone's dead and it's just him and his daughter left and then they he he was searching for the god that they used to pray to and then he gets there and obviously there's everything there where the god lives and whatever but then the god is a dick and doesn't like he doesn't care that this man's daughter has just died from like you know not having food and stuff so he kills the god and then he gets like some powers from that but then you know he starts getting Ooh. demented like he goes crazy and um <laughs> and he starts you know tormenting other kids and he wants to kill thor because thor is also a god and that was going to add to his to his power or something um i don't know like you know like when you i don't get how you know like how villains are like made from tragedies right but then it's you can only do so much like okay right after you kill all the gods and then like i feel like it's so unfulfilling like what then yeah i mean I think it's just, you know, that thing where, like, when you keep feeding something, it keeps growing and growing and eating away at you. Um, and he was in pain because of his daughter, so. Yeah, yeah. it literally was killing him. What he was doing literally was, like, killing him. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, obviously, Thor, you know, rounds up a team, tries to get Zeus on the team. And then, but Zeus is like, nah, but they needed his weapon because Thor's hammer was, um, was taken. And then, and then, yeah, you know, they do their thing out here, flexing, flexing. And we don't, I don't want to give out too much because we have had complaints. (laughs) But, um, overall, and then, um, I liked how it ended with Thor you know taking in this man's daughter at the end like that was very wholesome so thor has a little baby now what this is giving off the ending i'm sorry at least i didn't give off the middle okay people whatever go watch it also i also just want to say i feel like it's really unfair how if you look at all these other heroes they don't have a stranger that has stories okay go little every single person he loves in every single movie. Like, Aww. he had lost Jane to heartbreak, which was cool. Like, she was alive and someone else. But now, he lost his family, he lost his brother, he lost his planet, he lost his father, he lost his sister. He literally had, like, no one. Okay, and then the Avengers split up, and he's just out there. And then he finally finds the love of his life again, and tragedy again. Guys, it's... I feel like he's the... <laughs> I don't know how he... Maybe that's why it's the funniest adventure because you know, mm-hmm. you know what Masking they say about pain and pain with humor. Yeah. Oh, it's sad. It's sad. I actually hadn't thought of it that way, but at least this time he um he gained something from it. You know, now he has a little daughter, which is cute. I suppose. Oh, yeah, but definitely an eight, a solid eight out of ten for this movie. Um, I would recommend people go watch for sure. I mean, the only reason why I wouldn't give it a like nine or ten is because for me, I like to have like a little emotional attachment to a movie. This is just like a feel good type movie, which is nice. Um, yeah, 
for me, Wait, like, I would give Woman King a 10. Like, or 9.5. What? You, did you bring it to a 9.5? No, no, I said I, I want a certain level of emotional attachment for me to give a movie that high of a score. And I would give that to Woman King. That's definitely um, a 9.5 to like 10 for me. Okay. Um, I'll have to wait to watch it so I can raise it. But um, I really do look forward to watching it. I, I, I want to watch it on the day like it premieres, but then at the same time, I have to work. So I think it, I can only take one sick day for movies, and I think it's going to have to go to Wakanda forever. Oh my oh, god, but, working, yeah, guys. Gamu got a job post graduation. Well, not graduation yet, but Gamu is done with um with school. How are you feeling? Hello, Mamu Workforce. Muruwa Kanyika Manje. It's really great and to be honest, um, I didn't want to work immediately after school, but I don't know, I just had this feeling inside me that was just like, go, go, go. And then I got this job and it's great and I love it. Oh, that's and nice. I just want to say to people out there who feel depressed because I've spoken to like a lot of people like final year was traumatizing guys like it's so draining because you've got the project you've got Jolo and then you also you know because <laughs> a lot of people are getting married and married, like, and married. okay okay yes. wow. <laughs> it was just like hectic you know you're like drained in spirit and mind and <laughs> in spirit <laughs> If you think Mukana six so that you can get get to work at eight and whatever, it's it's very depressing, and I understand. But also, if any opportunity just like comes your way, grab it because when you get out of that depression, you're gonna need money, and you the money makes the depression better too. To be honest, imagine being depressed and broke. <laughs> oh hell no. I know uh, that sucks. I've also been there. Need to be buying yourself things to feel better. That's demographic. Money is important, of course. Not more important than other things, but it's essential. It is like a means to an end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, congratulations on that. So, moving on. Thank you. Yeah, moving on to our next thing we're gonna talk about vaginal health i mean we wanted to have a professional be on the podcast with us but look us being here on the podcast and being people with vaginas we can definitely help you out okay it's yeah, good enough we're also scientists you know Ex- exactly because we are engineers so you know like we did research and we know what chemicals are yeah, we followed we followed the when did she the the timeline year research you know did she go i can't i can't remember but we followed it where you find facts bring it you know research chichi we did all of that so we kind of know what we're talking about and also honestly a lot of this comes with just experiencing it as a woman so don't worry we got you 
so let's let's talk about this because Gamu, you wrote down some points um where you said soap gets rid of smell and that's a myth that's a myth oh okay we're talking about myths okay because i was like no (laughs) uh okay so let's let's oh can you hear me now yeah i can okay so let's talk about that so first of all so please don't put anything soapy close to your vagina please like i have tried all the feminine washes um i've tried what i would say is maybe the dove soap that is like no scent no nothing the white bar that smells like nothing that would probably if you feel like you need to do that that would be your best bet but the best thing is to just not put anything avoid by all means necessary like even when you're bathing try your best not to get any type of like soap onto your vajayjay absolutely stress this point (laughs) please please like you do not just don't do it there's really no need and you might if you're transitioning from a place where like you're imbalanced like your hormones are imbalanced or you know you had a little bit of odor to that it might seem as if it's not working but I promise you, like, if you keep using just water, it's gonna, it's gonna help you. Yeah, just and, use water, please. Do not unless yeah. you get something uh, prescribed to you by your gyna, which I think also gynas does also really highly recommend just water. So, mm-hmm. um, unless it's a very special case, then just use water. Yeah, I also want to say sometimes it's not just like. Don't beat yourself too much about beat yourself up too much about like what scent is coming from like your vajayjay because it cleans itself. So don't worry too much. It's doing its job. If like something is coming out and it's not smelling good, like just I feel like just keep on washing it as best as you can and just because sometimes it's like hormones and other things that you're not like directly able to alter. So just keep on mm-hmm. just taking care of and just like speak nicely to your vagina okay like it happens like it's cleaning itself and it's in control don't worry about it unless you feel uncomfortable also, when it starts to get itchy sometimes. and stuff like that definitely go to the doctor it might be a yeast infection so go to the doctor yeah, when when also, it starts getting itchy and it yellow it always just be like the underwear you're using that you're reacting to because um you might be allergic to cotton and you don't even know it but of course cotton is the most highly recommended material for underwear and maybe you're using fancy stuff you know like these little lacy items that are not made of cotton and mm-hmm. you're reacting to that and also um mm-hmm. just because yeah. you have like a yeast infection or whatever it does not mean it's the end of the world because that can also just happen on its own because of heat or because of something you ate or like i don't or even the soap that we're talking about so don't even like well, six. Up about okay it. we're not gonna rule that out just just go see a kinda if things are out of control i'm gonna say this too like yeah don't just be like having sex anyhow guys that's also just like be more vigilant when it comes to that so that you don't have to go through through this because we we can't be yeah it is pg 13 we're like not a we're not a you know uh vulgar podcast but this is not vulgar it's like things that happen so sometimes we have to talk about these things um 
and you know just to educate each other not to make anyone feel uncomfortable or anything but it's like the reality of life okay second point was sleeping with a lot of guys will make you lose come go ahead go ahead these are your points sis. so i actually follow this doctor on instagram and yes he's a real doctor even if he's on instagram because i know somebody out there it was just like uh, we're, we're, we're real engineers and we're like on instagram <laughs> so and then i actually did some research um it, that is not what makes you lose like it's just genetics it's all about the muscle that you are naturally born with um some i don't know um some people call it a snapback it's like after you have kids and then um some people are worried could you will i ever get back to normal some people just normally you know like you just get back to normal like you were before some people don't but don't blame yourself for that it's just genetics it's not your fault if you want to tighten just get it tighten mm-hmm. but anyway the nyaya is it's the same sleeping with one man for two years is just the same as sleeping with 30 guys in those two years like but not like <laughs> i hope you get my point I, <laughs> but don't do that okay guys don't do that like holes and, and stuff but i'm just saying to the statistics <laughs> guys it's just simple mathematics so don't let people lie to you and be like this one is loose because you slept with 30 guys um a married woman who has been with her husband for like five years has been, and has been getting it like every single day is probably like she's probably got the same energy mileage or whatever and also that does not change your body your body is a it's natural. Whatever happens to it is natural. It's not about frequency. It's not about um, yeah. size necessarily. Um, it's all about your body and what it can take and what it can give and what and how it snaps back. It's just genetics. It's genetics mostly. I want to stress that point. So it's not your fault. It's not your mother's fault. <laughs> it's not anyone's fault. <laughs> you just have a normal sex life. Watch out for your health. And if you feel like you need to change something, like if you want to, I don't know, get tightened or if sometimes some people also complain that uh, they're too tight. And if you want to get that checked out as well, you can. Don't feel bad. And it's also just this, I don't know, it's just the stereotype that men have put on women. If you sleep with a lot of men, um, you're going to lose um, tightness or whatever. It's to put value to you so that it restrains you once they go out there. They exactly. Like That's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. That, like, honestly, this whole concept of, like, tightness or whatever is literally for the satisfaction of men. So if you're going to change yeah. yourself for a man or whatever, I mean, if it's uncomfortable for you, then it's fine. But honestly you don't have to go through like some risky procedure just for a man like literally like it has nothing to do with you like it's just for that person and if they don't appreciate you outside of that and also just for who you are like you kind of have to reevaluate your relationship with these types of people and also um i wanted to say that there's a natural way of like tightening it up or whatever like there's this like powder yeah like some people put it in porridge in porridge and i used to have this even when i was a kid like it's like a little powder that you can just take or you you put it in like your food or you can sit in it or something like that but there is like natural Did you say you used to take it as a child yeah like they just used to put it, to put it in our um porridge 
it's it's just like a natural thing and well no it was my mom's side of the family sad to say but not really sad but whatever um yeah so definitely you can ask around that's like something very common and yeah so the last thing is bubble bath is just as good as feminine wash is that good or bad like because we don't i i do not recommend any feminine washes and stuff um, like that actually that was like a myth because a lot of people i when i was selling avon and i ran out of a uh, feminine wash a lot of people would be like well do you have bubble bath because um i need to you know like uh wash up and then it's not the same because bubble bath is a ph that's a ph that's very different from the one year feminine wash because feminine washes are specifically designed for the vagina although those are also very harmful and very dangerous we also do not recommend those but um bubble bath is just bubbles and soap and a lot of chemicals you really don't want to like you don't don't be doing that mm-hmm. and yeah so I wanted to say something, but then like the place keep in mind. <laughs> if it comes up, if it comes up, I'll I'll, I'll say it. Okay. Yeah. Um. I would also just recommend like bathing twice a day, like at least. Um. That really is a good idea. I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Just it is. just it be is. happy to oh, go yeah, and bath. Okay. I was gonna say. Um. You know. There's also like been a complaint about um, odor after sex. You know, like a lot of mm-hmm. women are saying, you know, it's necessary we need the, the wash because you know, like if you're having sex regularly, then somehow you know there's a smell that develops and whatnot. And that is true. I've also read up on that. And then some um, someone also was asking me, quickly, is it okay? and meet the sperm physically and i just want to say that like you say the vagina is self-cleaning and your period mm. will take care of that however mm. if the smell does not go away you probably also want to have your partner checked out and you also probably also want to get checked out and find out what's yeah, really going on because be that getting itchy and whatever go get checked out yeah, because also sperm really messes with your pH and your vagina. So believe it or not, believe it or not. Yeah, suppose so. after, I think what, what you're supposed to do after the whole ejaculation process is go and pee. And that should come out. Okay. My mom is not getting the link to this yeah. one. Okay. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, yeah, just go pee so that it just falls out. That also helps after yeah but um like it's not recommended to do what to douche like d-o-u-c-h-e like to like oh to douche want to wash it out of your system no 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 never never put anything up your vagina guys don't do that yeah don't go inside there's no need to be going inside like that but if you just go and pee it should be good just uh at a certain angle i think sometimes just make sure like it's like a straight path down and the shit should come out uh <laughs> i've never heard of that okay yeah, i'm just gonna tell you right now 
Um, yeah, so that was what was on our list. But if anyone has any other myths to share, we will go on our page and try to interact with you guys. Uh, you can always hit our inbox as well. Um, I, I, can't, I can't think of anything else right now that comes to mind. Um, it's really just simple. Just don't stress the JJ, you guys. Just don't stress the the girly, and it should be fine. Yeah, and also, and also like protection, and you know, like go of for course, methods yes, yes, that please. are that work for you. Don't just like try to please your partner all the time. Just like do things you're comfortable with, mm-hmm. and things that don't upset your little girl. Yeah. All right. Um. So, on the last part of this segment, we want to talk about mental health for men, and this is very close to my heart, uh, especially recently because I lost my cousin, um, to suicide, and that was just really like tough for me because you know when I left home, I really left in like a very, a, very much of a hurry. Like literally, I was. In a week, I was gone. So I didn't even have time to really connect with my cousins and stuff. And, you know, when you leave, you don't really think about, oh, I'm going to come back and some people will not be here. So that really hit home for me. And the fact that he just needed support, honestly. Um, he needed a way to feel like he was there for his family, which was a growing family. He, you know, he, he felt like there was just no support in terms of, what like what was going on in his mind like i felt like he didn't have a release and it just went the wrong way um so i encourage men to talk about what how you're feeling men and women are like let's all just try to just try to find you know a release uh, don't seclude yourself from community because once you put yourself in a little corner and it just seems like all the problems in the world are on your shoulders when a lot of people are also going through a lot of difficult times and like talking about it really helps, um, you know, just to feel like you're you're not alone. Yeah. Well, I'm really sorry. When did this happen? I don't think, I don't think I knew. When did this happen? Like a few weeks ago. I posted it on my story. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I didn't see. I hope you're doing better now. And yeah, yeah, this whole mental health for men issue, I guess it really sucks that society has put, you know, like has defined these roles for us that women are emotional and men are not. When in fact, every single person that is a human being is emotional and we all feel all sorts of emotions in all sorts of situations. And it's okay to feel what you feel. And being a man is not shutting up and there's no such thing as taking it like a man okay there's no such thing just like take it as a human being if it hurts it hurts if you want to cry cry if you want to shout shout but not at people i mean um Uh, at some people you need to shout at some people shout at them okay just don't be violent do it do it (laughs) don't be violent and i mean but if you need to be violent sometimes be violent guys that's what i'm all i'm going to tell you if you need to be violent, be violent sometimes. Sometimes you you don't have to choose peace, guys. Because people don't be choosing peace either. And you can't always be the bigger person. You it'll eat you up. 
Okay, no, 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 no. People that deserve it. Some people that provoke you, not not other people. And no, obviously throwing hands is never a good idea, but with your words, uh use them. On people that deserve it, you should use them. Cause you gotta stand up for yourself. Like you're the only person who's gonna defend yourself sometimes. Yeah, I'm gonna say um try to find an outlet. Find something that brings you back to yourself. Because you know, we can't always fight everything. Um something some things you might actually get angry about. Maybe it's a government policy. You can't go and fight the president or like the senator and uh, of course you gotta pick your, your battle something for sure. You can't go fight your boss, you know, like you just need of course there's some instances where you really just need to like stand up for yourself but in some moments where you can't don't just shut down just like find an outlet and you know if you used to draw when you're five years old don't be told it's when it's over it's a childish dream whatever if you if it makes you feel relaxed do that if you like running go run if you like boxing you know you could go boxing whatever just like try to find something that calms you down if you want to write down your feelings in a journal do that just like find a way to like a way to to be alone with your feelings and, and to process them and to just let them out and see them as what they are yes okay yeah um so circle back with you guys after this um so we've got some exciting news to share with you guys um in july we managed to uh, partner up with Rotary to give out our first round of menstrual pads that are reusable and we gave these to high school and primary school girls in Buyazgue which is a school that's about 25 kilometers from Blawayo and so we'd like to you know reach out to you guys to talk about uh, reach out to you guys to help us uh continue this initiative and try our best to you know combat period poverty in africa south sub-saharan africa and zimbabwe right now targeting zimbabwe um currently and yeah we're also thankful to our partners rotary um and days for girls that helped us you know make this dream into reality um yeah yeah um this was such a huge milestone for us because we've always dreamed about doing this and we finally managed to do it and yeah we really want to extend our gratitude and really guys this is uh this was a really big deal for us uh we're in the papers and stuff so please just continue to support us and if you know of any communities that need this kind of help let us know and let us know whom to talk to so that we can, you know, like we can keep spreading love. Yeah. Um, if you guys are open to collaborating in other spheres um, or have ideas on how we can grow, please do reach out to us and we'll definitely take note of that and we'd love to interact with you guys. Mm we're always down to and um yeah okay please follow our pages okay like us subscribe follow vote comment do everything subscribe. please just like yeah, yeah guys um 
yeah, you know, this is the beginning of, you never know, like 50 years from now, what we could have done with your guys' help and, you know, the lives that we can impact uh, together. So please, um, yeah, come through, come through. Um, yeah, in your numbers and shift your family, your friends. And also this um, about the needs and stuff, you probably want to share this with your girlfriends, your moms, your daughters, your everything, you know, even your husband, you know, just like share this information because it's for the good of every single human being out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So moving on we are i have some questions for you and um i wanted to ask you if you're not talking do you mind muting your mic so that the people in the background are kind of off all right yeah yeah um i'm muting it now you can ask me the question yeah whenever you're done talking just mute it and then yeah so the first question is have you ever dealt with feeling insecure about a part of you, like, more, be it internal or external? Um, have you ever dealt with that? And like, how, how did that go for you? Okay, straight into the deep end. <laughs> um, I'll start with internally. I've always been a person who feels deeply and I take a lot of things to heart and I was insecure in that I felt like I was doing too much you know like when you when you I always felt like I was doing too much and I always felt embarrassed I was so embarrassed because I was like why am I doing this mm -hmm. um, I'm embarrassing myself mm -hmm. and you know sometimes I didn't say it as a joke um, sometimes I didn't be like um, should I been embarrassing people since 1998, you know, and uh, but it wasn't really funny because it was a deep insecurity and I felt like I couldn't really be myself without being overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have the courage to fully be myself. And so I always like kept people at a distance because I didn't want, because I don't know, for some reason, I felt like it was a weakness to feel this deeply because, you know, what if someone doesn't feel as deeply about this or... You know, I'm because I'm very deeply passionate about everything. If we talk about music, you're gonna hear it. If we talk about food, you're gonna feel it. If we talk about friendship, relationships, love, God, you're gonna hear my passion in every single thing. And I guess at some point, thanks to Disney and other productions, I've realized that being myself is the best that I can be. And also, um, because I'm a believer, I also believe that I was created this way. And I shouldn't like dim my light to make other people feel comfortable. Like if you can't handle it, you know, just like move on, bro. Like I'm not the person for you. If we are not connecting, then it's okay. And uh, yeah, so I'm not afraid of losing people because of who I am anymore. And yeah, that was like one of my deepest insecurities. And I think I just realized it like earlier on this year. And that's uh, when I started to overcome it. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. And then um, physically. Okay. Sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Should I okay. keep going? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. And physically, I always felt like my body shape didn't belong anywhere. And I 
I've never, I don't, I've always wanted to be, I've, I always thought my curves were too much. I know, you know me, you're like, what do you mean? I wanted to, I guess this was because I grew up watching a lot of um, American TV and European, you know, um, centered items. So I always thought, you know, like being slim was it. And when I started getting curvy during puberty, I was like, what the hell is going, what is going on? What is happening to my body? Why are all these girls coming out? I didn't realize then that I was an African woman and I just wanted to be as thin as possible. And I really struggled because um, at some point I was eating too much or I was eating too little. And I think about last year, I just stopped eating it like completely. And I was like, I just want to keep it because I started losing weight. Last I started year? losing weight last year because of stress. Oh, okay. but then I was like, "What if I just like not gain it at all?" So then, like, my appetite also kind of like dwindled with it. Of course, it also dwindled because of the stress. But then mm. I liked it. I that was like one of the positive side effects of what I was going through. So I was like, "I like it. Let me just continue to get thinner." But now I actually, I really don't mind. I like my body as it is. I don't want to get bigger. I don't want to get smaller. I'm perfectly fine because I know now that I'm healthy and I've been eating and yeah, now I have it like a healthy diet and I love my body anyhow. So mm-hmm. yeah, I guess size was my, was my other insecurity. Okay. Um, I'm glad that you've dealt, dealt with all these things and it sounds like, you know, you've dealt with it. I mean, sometimes you just have to go through something to, to know that you have to get to the other side of it um uh and then my second question is how do you embrace being a multifaceted person like you know how like sometimes it just feels like you've got way too much personality even for yourself and you're just like oh my god like there's this side of me there's that side of me so many sides of me like who am i but um and also people around you probably be like um you know picking and choosing what sides of you they like and what they don't like but that's all of you all of that is who you are so how do you deal with or how do you embrace being a multifaceted person um it's actually funny um i remember this other time you know like uh you know like when we're trying to do something or when we're trying to start our organization and I was procrastinating or like I wouldn't do some stuff. And then you'd be like, Gamu, please just bring out Susan and let me deal with Susan because she gets <laughs> things done. <laughs> and um, that just came to mind. And, you know, at first I was like, I actually, I developed a multiple personalities to adapt because as a kid, I moved around a lot mm-hmm. and I went through a lot of changes like my life has been like a lot of changes and i think that's true for everyone but for me i don't know it was also like physical change as well so uh, i developed a chameleon how can i say chameleon personality where i like i knew i had to be this kind of person for this environment so in environments where i didn't feel safe i'd be like the quietest person then in environments where i felt celebrated i'd be like the loudest person and then i just became all these different people and I met some of the most amazing people in my life. And I realized um, also earlier on this year or like late last year that it's cool. I mean, who am I to be one thing? I'm not saying like um, hide parts of yourself, but 
embrace every single part of yourself because some of these environments are there to let out a certain part of you. And when that part comes, don't like shun it and don't like disown it and don't don't be like this is another version of you. All these versions are just you. And you can be everything, you can be a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Who are you to just be one thing? If you're capable of being more than one thing, then be mm-hmm. it, you know. Do not limit yourself. I also believe in the multiverse. I mean, if there can be multiple universes, I mean, why be one person? You know, just be whatever you want to be. And don't let people try to put you in like a box or be like, hey, because you do this, then you're that. You can really be quiet and loud. You really Mm -hmm. can just be artistic and also scientific. You can be anything that you really Mm want to be. It doesn't matter what society or whoever your closest people tell you, you need to be just, if a part of you comes out, figure it out and embrace it and i would say that the world needs us to be as complex as we can be um just so that we can all step out in our uniqueness and you know contribute whatever that we have to contribute to this world um and it matters we need that we need it we need it we need it so um be as complex as you can be you know find yourself lose yourself find yourself again um and all of yourself don't shut down like mm-hmm. any parts of who you are yeah i completely agree and wow this was really great uh thank you for this because it actually helped me like um <laughs> put some things into perspective because i, I do. didn't realize okay. the progress that i've made I'm spinning magic. and yeah you're awesome for this man are you spinning magic? What can I say? What can I say? Okay, to be honest, I was listening to a podcast, to another podcast, and they had these questions. I kind of gave them a spin, but like I was like, it's a good, um, you know, practice to kind of de- dig deeper into, you know, us, and like I'm sure. Our audience, our audience would also appreciate, you know, um, yeah, this deep, deepness because we all need, we all need this at some point. Um, yeah, and then the third question, which will probably be the last. Um, I have two questions, but I feel like we need to wrap this up. Um, so I want to say, I want to ask, how do you handle broken relationships? non-romantic relationships let's let's leave the, the romantic relationships and talk about how do you handle like breakups with family or friends and uh, stuff like that um like i say these questions are actually pretty good because these are things that i've been going through recently mm-hmm. and i think honestly i think um, it's that time of our lives because i've also been going through that um i think uh, adult relationships are really just hard to navigate but anyway co- continue yeah, um, as you know, well, you know, Pana should know that I grew up with like a lot of sisters, but I've always been like the closest to um, my sister, to my one sister. I don't know if I should be naming names because <laughs> they might be listening. <laughs> but um, so she's very hot-headed and she takes no one's advice at all. And she's just she's very set in her ways and you know here uh here comes me this free-spirited person who's like you know i'm like do whatever you know do it anyhow and now we're living together and i'm telling you it's like <laughs> i've had to go to the bible 
for advice <laughs> on this because it's been really stressful. Uh, actually, let me not lie. I actually uh, came across a Joyce Meyer sermon and I then like got deeper into it. And she was talking about loving people who are difficult to love. And then I was like, at some point, I'm also a person who's difficult to love to someone. I'm probably difficult to love to her. So I could, I can't be out here crying and be like, yeah, this person is hard to love, but I'm probably hard to love to her. And I just don't understand what she's going through. And she doesn't know what I'm going through. And we are very different people. We function very differently. So I've just learned to give her her space. And honestly, what you need is patience because in every single situation you need don't be the don't see yourself as the bigger person you know you could think that you're right but just because you think you are i mean when it comes to relationships it's all relative because you're different people you function differently and if you just want to see things the way you see them you're gonna have problems because you're either you're always gonna be the victim or you're always gonna be the person who's causing trouble or whatever. You just don't label yourself and just look at all situations from like all perspectives and communicate. Communicate and also give space mm-hmm. because some people don't want to like to be pushed, pushed, pushed. Communicate and learn uh, the coping mechanisms of the people that you're uh, in relationship with because um, you need yeah you need to know so that you know when to back off and when to, to, to come forward or when to give a peace offering, you know, you just need to like, don't be all in your head, be humble and just try to, to understand. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I feel that. Um, I, I, I don't know. Like, I definitely feel like it's a lot of like, you've got to set your ego aside as well. Um, which is something that I've had to learn um but also it's like sometimes you try to reach out to people and there is just like a dead end like if you feel like you've done what you can you you're really not obligated to continue to put yourself in that position because sometimes you know you're you just have to put yourself first i'm a very big on like being selfish like sue me but i'm very big on that um i think you just need to know certain boundaries of is this relationship worth saving have you done what you can to save it and if it doesn't work out you're still you and you're still um very much capable and very much um you know sufficient at the end of the day um but yeah definitely do what you can for the relationships that matter to you So, yeah, um, we were going to do a little Pan-African thing, but I don't know if you you have time. I I have, like, five no, minutes. I, uh, oh, unfortunately, I do not. Um, I could just, like, hang up, and you could continue with this, because uh, I honestly couldn't care this what happened with Queen Elizabeth, honestly. Same. Like, that's honestly, no, but that's all we have to say. Like, and that's all that we should all say as Africans. <laughs> Honestly, couldn't care less. Couldn't that care woman less, was honestly. was old, and that's that for real. African presidents should respect themselves. That's what I what I need to say. But yeah, all right. Um, thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you next time sooner rather than later, hopefully. Yes, definitely. Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye.